Welcome to Bowls of Asian American Issues, Bow for Thought, where we, as K-12 and university students, cover topics that Asian Americans face in U.S. society and beyond. Our listeners will be exposed to diverse Asian American communities and learn more about our experiences in depth. After finishing one bowl of Asian American issues, you will look forward to diving into the next. Get your chopsticks ready for today's bowl of Asian American issues coming in hot. Today's bowl is on the Asian American immigrant experience and identity in Western culture with today's host, Charlie, Andrew, Brandon, Robert, and Marika. Let's dig in. While barriers long existed against the wave of immigrants from countries in Asia, it did not last for too long as evident by the Asians living here today. Ethnicities such as Vietnamese, Chinese, Koreans, Filipinos, and much more came to the U.S. with their own reasons. Whether these reasons were to leave their country due to war and political instability, for example, the Vietnam War, the Korean War, and the Khmer Rouge regime, or they sought economic opportunities to meet the U.S. demands for labor. My own family in relation to this came to the U.S. because my parents, uncles, and aunts all wanted to see their children succeed. It's that love our parents have for not just me, but for those listening to this podcast coming from a background of immigrants. That love that wants us to succeed. Our parents are Asian immigrants. They make the hard sacrifices of leaving the comfort of their home country, either through their own choice or they were forced to do so. Coming with nothing in their pockets into a world dominated by the unfamiliar English language. All for the sake of their children getting better opportunities and an education to climb the economic ladder. According to Pew Research in 2017, 59% of Asians in the U.S. were born in a foreign country. This other 41% is us, those born as a result of our parents' and grandparents' immigration. We, the 41%, are otherwise known as the Asian American. But first, what are Asian Americans? Asian Americans are the byproduct of having Asian immigrant parents and the upbringing they obtain from also being American. They retain values from their immigrant parents, but also participate in the ideas of an American. Because of this, Asian Americans have two sides, an Asian side and an American side. Their Asian side consists of ideas propagated by their immigrant parents. They bring heritage and culture and implant it within us. For me as a Chinese American, I celebrate many different cultural events, mainly events like Lunar New Year and the Mooncake Festival. I participate in superstitions like incense burning and not washing my hair during Lunar New Year as to not wash away my luck. Things like these are the remnants of what make up the ideas and culture of our immigrant parents and our ideas that will continue to perpetuate as an Asian American. But because we perpetuate these values, we realize they are separate from the ideas we learn as Americans. They are ideas that are exotic to a non-Asian country. So aside from the ideas we learn from our immigrant parents, we must also perpetuate ideas that come from, as I called it, the American or Western side of being an Asian American. All right, for sure. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, so aside from keeping up with our own Asian culture, a part of us tries to engulf ourselves in Western culture and its ideologies. An idea I think represents a majority of Western culture would be individualism. There are known stereotypes such as Asian parents wanting their children to go into the medical field to become a nurse or a doctor or going to engineering, etc. And damn here, I know plenty of homies who are Asian that are enjoying themselves, pursuing their own dreams, not following these quote quote ideal career paths. Being a first generation 
Asian American myself, I was bombarded with these stereotypes throughout my life. I was surrounded by people constantly asking me, hey Brandon, you're gonna be a doctor, right? Plus, my grades weren't always as how the stereotypes depicted Asians as. My parents would especially press that career path onto me, having high expectations for me, as their youngest son to succeed in America, whose oldest brother is also a doctor. I went against them, because I had no intention of going to the medical field. I wanted to pursue what I enjoyed, my own happiness, which is to be a forensic scientist. My parents took a hard, neglecting me for a period of time, but eventually accepted my ambitions and continued to support my choices. Sure, you gotta be successful to make your family proud and take care of them when you're older because they came from a place where opportunities were limited for them. But being here in America, you get to pursue what you want, what makes you truly happy. A good bit of both representing your own culture and Western culture. Like Brandon talked about, trying to figure out who you are as an Asian American is really hard to do when other people already have their own idea of who you should be or how you should act. A big challenge to identifying as Asian American are microaggressions and how they can often come from two different fronts. So first off, let's talk about Western culture and how it often fails to separate the Asian immigrant from the Asian American. Take for example, the perpetual foreigner stereotype. Even if you've lived here for most of your life, you can still be asked questions like, what country are you from? Or be told things like, your English is so good, simply because you look exotic to somebody. In these moments, who you identify as is irrelevant compared to how much your appearance deviates from this person's standard of normal. Being singled out like that is not only alienating and uncomfortable, but it can also be very damaging to somebody's idea of who they are as an Asian American. Secondly, these attacks can also come from your home culture as well. So for me, I was born in the Philippines, but I immigrated here when I was a kid, and I've spent most of my life in the US. But I still remember feeling that disconnect from my home culture whenever I would visit people back home or talk to them sometimes. They would tell me things like, oh, Robert, you're so different now. It's like, you're so Americanized. I barely even know you. And then on top of that, they would judge me for the way I talked or the way I dressed. And I can only imagine that this experience is even worse for people who are of mixed ethnicity or for people who can't speak their languages fluently or even for people who haven't set foot on their home country. There's this idea of having to prove yourself as Asian, of actually belonging to that heritage and background. And that's also really harmful. How can you even claim yourself as Asian when you don't feel your roots to your home country? It generates feelings of displacement and doubt, and that harms people's self-concepts and their journey to being an Asian American. With all this in mind, being an Asian American is obviously a balancing act. On one hand, you can be seen as too Americanized by your home culture, but also be othered by Western standards. However, that doesn't mean that we haven't found ways to define for ourselves what the term Asian American means to us. Thanks, Robert. I really agree with the statement of having in the Asian American identity as a balancing act. I remember growing up, I was too westernized as an Asian American. Throughout my childhood, I've learned the struggle of balance between the clashes of my two cultures. Whenever I'd visit the Philippines, I'd be too quote-unquote American and couldn't relate to my nephews, nieces, and cousins since there was always a boundary between us. I remember when I visited my country, I'd eat with my hands and eat all of the dishes they offered me which surprised them. However, I didn't know I was so shocking to them, as if I only ate burgers and fries living here. Personally, I like to involve myself in the culture my parents grew up in and would like to learn more, but it's been pretty challenging for me to open up between these two worlds. I became more aware towards our culture clash and acknowledged their traditions when I grew up and understood the struggle of my parents living here. As a child, I never really thought about involving myself as being a part of the Philippinex community since I wanted to fit in with the westernized standards I learned from the media. I wanted to have straight hair, lighter skin, or be taller. And this happened to a lot of my friends who I went to elementary school with. My friends wanted to change their looks and fit the styles of westernized standards as well. 
However, I was lucky enough to be a part of a diverse community where we kind of felt out of place and struggled to find our identity together. We didn't know how to communicate with our parents because of our culture clash of living in America and still being a part of our own culture. I think this played a large role with how I perceived my own identity and giving into the stereotypes and finding a place where I belonged. As with institutional racism, Angel and Wuhi Kim mentioned in their article about applying the critical race theory. I've experienced similar settings where people tend to mispronounce my name. A lot of people tend to say America instead of Marika, which is a pet peeve for me. However, I never spoke up about the situation, which I probably should now. A lot of teachers and peers don't realize that they don't bother to ask how you're supposed to pronounce your name, especially if it doesn't sound American. By speaking up about this, I think it would help people from mispronouncing names that don't sound American and accept people's names from different cultures. My perspective of being an Asian American is only portrayed through my narrative and how I grew up. I think that this balancing act is the best of both worlds and the negative aspect of both worlds. You have to always keep up with the traditions of your parents, but also learn new traditions as you grow up. All of our different backgrounds creates a narrative in our heads about where we belong and what we identify with. And so to go on with this, I'd like to ask my peers, what does being an Asian American mean to you? And now back to your host, Charlie. To our attentive audience, as you think about what it means to be an Asian American, remember, it's important that us Asian Americans share our stories and let our voices be heard. We are defined not by one side of a coin when looking at ourselves, our traditional culture versus our Western culture, but it is through this distinct difference that is significant in making up who we are today. Once again, thank you for joining us today for Bowl of Asian American Issues, Bow for Thought. Join us for the next Bowl of Delicious Issues.